morning and welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the 5-Minute Drill brought to you by Up5 Media. My name is Darian Phillips. I am joined by your co-host, Simran Sandu, and it is Monday, June 8th. Protests sparked by George Floyd's death persisted over the weekend, and organizers showed no sign of giving up, claiming that they don't plan to stop rallying until they see concrete changes in police policy. From New York to L.A., protesters are asking policymakers to ban police chokeholds, revamp law enforcement training programs, and redirect funds from police departments to other programs. And protesters' efforts are beginning to prove fruitful as veto-proof majority of the Minneapolis City Council agreed to begin the disbanding of their police department. And believe it or not, with all of these protests going on, we're actually seeing a surge in voter registrations. People want to make sure politicians engage in meaningful change, especially after a recent Wall Street Journal NBC poll showed that 80% of voters feel that the U.S. is spiraling out of control. And the sports world even weighed in on this conflict as NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell was forced to swallow his pride and admit that the league had fumbled on issues of race. Goodell's comments were pertaining to the actions taken by Colin Kaepernick and several players across the NFL who began protesting police brutality during the national anthem. Mr. Goodell said, quote unquote, we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and endorsed players' rights to protest peacefully. Also in the sports world, we saw Michael Jordan and his Jordan brand make a $100 million donation over the next 10 years to organizations assisting black people with social justice and greater access to education. And as we see celebrities and other prominent people across the U.S. try to grow awareness during these protests, we're also seeing tech play a factor here. An app called Citizen, which uses police scanner communication and other related info to inform users about demonstrations, police movements, and even emergencies, was downloaded 620,000 times in the past week. As a result, the app became the fourth most popular app in terms of daily downloads on the Apple Store. And one quick note on the other crisis that we're dealing with right now, the coronavirus, which continues to make odd products the next fad. And this time, instead of hand sanitizer or toilet paper, it's tense. That's right. As restaurants, retailers, and even some colleges look to move activities outside to prevent the spread of COVID-19, tent companies are being bombarded with orders. To give you some perspective here, listeners, the research firm Edison Trends reported that customers spent 47% more on tents throughout April compared to that time last year. And as we talk about the virus and its economic impact, many economists are really questioning the merit of recent statistics published by Chinese officials. These statistics suggest that China's unemployment rate has barely increased since the beginning of the pandemic. However, the only problem here is that the data doesn't include a large number of the population. China has used very unusual metrics to skew their numbers, which ultimately excluded more than 54 million people, according to experts. And as we head into another week of craziness in the market, here are some things to keep in mind, listeners. First, the Dow is on a five-day winning streak for the first time since January. The S&P is currently sitting at its highest level since February 25th. And the NASDAQ just capped off its third week in the black as tech stocks continue to be a juggernaut investment during this crisis. Outside of equities, the 10-year Treasury yield is currently sitting around 90 basis points after an 11-point uptick on Friday. And we can't forget about oil. It's putting on a show recently as it climbs closer to $40 a barrel as the world reopens and demand continues to rise. Also, major oil producers such as OPEC, Russia, and other allies finalized an agreement on Saturday to extend oil output cuts through the end of July. 
You may also start to see local bank branches shutting down as a result of people resorting to online banking instead of in-person visits. According to Novantis, a financial services research firm, branch traffic fell more than 30% in April in the first three weeks of May, and teller transactions fell 32% throughout March and April. The move will likely be beneficial for larger banks who have been trying to get customers to transition into online banking for years. However, it may be a detrimental shift for regional banks across the country. And with that, we're going to wrap up today with one quick fact. The Earth had its hottest May ever last month, and I believe we can expect this trend to continue as we've got another hot week ahead. So make sure to get plenty of water and wear some sunscreen if you're planning on being outside. In the meantime, let's make it another productive day, and we look forward to catching you bright and early Tuesday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news. <laughs>